Welcome back to the Not Just Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. And today I'm very, very excited to have the lovely Laura Sky and Sam, who is a photographer that lives on Instagram. They're actually husband and wife, and they are a fantastic photographer duo who I had the pleasure of shooting with a couple of weeks ago. And I've actually never had a photographer at all on the podcast and I think it's such an important part so we're going to be covering loads of different topics so whether you're in off season or on prep you're going to definitely be able to relate to this so welcome guys to the podcast hi Jasmine thanks for having us you're very welcome you're very welcome you've actually known me for longer Jasmine because we did the virtual shoot didn't we in lockdown that feels like so long ago now when was that that was my off season I know yeah Um, that um I think January time oh my god time flies time flies but I will figure out like let's get through the deets how long you guys been together and I didn't know this Sam but you are a competitor yourself so give me or both you guys give me a bit of like an inside scoop into who you are and we'll take it from there yeah well we met like oh I let her do the girly stuff (laughs) We, we met like probably eight years ago now. Yeah. Um, I've been a photographer now for about 12 years. Mm. And before that, I'm actually quite old now. Before that, I, I studied it at college, but I went off and did other stuff and went back to it about 12 years ago. Yeah, we've been married oh god that loose track four years now i'm at that point as well i'm like i've been into me and joe been married for a while that's what i say now because i've just yeah, forgotten how many years yeah you lose track don't you especially now in this lockdown and oh, i know so sam would you have how long have you been a photographer for um at the same time i've been with laura really um so i've always kind of had an interest but it's not my, it wasn't my full-time profession. And then um, we started living together. And I think uh, Laura was doing a lot of wedding photography at the time. So I was doing a nine to five, Monday to Friday. And then weekends, Laura would be busy shooting. And just come to a point where I said, well, how, how about I come along? to Because uh, I was meeting some of these couples as they came to the house. And then... Um, I thought it was a good way to learn the camera more. And we needed to really because otherwise we would have never saw each other. So I was busy in the studio during the week and then I had a lot of weddings at the weekends as well. Mm. So there wasn't really much time for us. So I normally always take someone with me to a wedding, an assistant or a second photographer. And Sam was just really, really keen to like learn more about it and be with me and do it because we're so alike. We've got so many similarities in, in the things that we like to do. And um, I just said to him, well, you need to come along and do this with me. And It worked really well, didn't it? Yeah. Um, I think, cause, because obviously when it's a wedding day, it's a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. And I think they could relate to both of us. We yeah. saw it. it was actually really well the engagement we were getting from couples. And I started learning a lot about the photography, you know, the actual camera and, and learning to shoot in Laura's style, which mm. is basically all I know now. So when you see our pictures, you can't actually tell whose pictures are Laura's or mine because we shoot in the same style. Yeah, you're very much in alignment, actually. And especially the way you shoot as well, like your approach. And your mannerisms and stuff it's really nice it's, it's a real nice like 
like not like yin and yang but it just it does really flow really well together that's one thing I noticed the shoot yeah it's really nice and, and our personalities as well we kind of like we're good for both really aren't we for everyone yeah we, we kind of complement each other in that mm. way and then you know we kind of ask each other for opinions and give each other ideas on shoots so we really yeah. like to just do it, do it together really I love that and Sam you compete so talk to us briefly about your part like yeah your competing experiences and are you on prep as well right now yeah yeah, I don't know about computers, Jasmine. I turn up to shows <laughs> with a tan on. <laughs> That's about as far as it goes. I love that. <laughs> no, um, so yeah, no, I compete in um, like some natural shows. Then my first one, I think, is in 2015 in the BNBF. And then uh, 2019, I've done the UK DFBA. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, I'm thinking of doing a few in September. Depends how it goes. No Which shows? Pardon? Which shows are you looking at or feds? Mm, potentially UK DFBA uh-huh. um, in September and maybe the FMC. Nice. Exciting. Um, Sounds good. So the main questions that I really want to be delving into is for like someone who's a first timer, never done a shoot before, like what are the main questions or main kind of worries or fears that someone has because I've been there <laughs> but I've been so nervous and I've you know seen all these people I'm thinking oh my god I would love to do a shoot but you kind of have to like I think approaching a photographer is actually quite a big thing for people it is for me anyway mm-hmm. but what sort of things like from the get-go do you get from people so um it is so scary for a lot of people and I completely get that and I think it's so important to show yourself as a you know your personality and for people to see you as well and know what they're turning up to I know that the most scary thing for women in particular is the day turning up not knowing where they're going what it's going to be like how it's going to be I know that that is a big thing for them so I like to always I, I deal with people very much um kind of directly you know one one-to-one and contact them myself speak okay. to them on the phone when you book a studio shoot with me I actually do a lot of people these days are on whatsapp which is really really good and handy and I will normally do like a group chat with Chantelle the makeup artist as well get her on board and we'll introduce ourselves on the on the whatsapp talk to the girls, find out like exactly what they want from the shoot, what they expect to get from it, what they do, what the reason they're doing it, what they're doing it for, find out like have they got any ideas on the outfits they're going to bring or want to wear, what type of outfits and also if they want any advice from us, um, which the girls love because you become, you get this little bit of a friendship going before the shoot. Mm. Um, which is quite nice and they start really looking forward to it so I think that's that's really important if I was doing it all just by email and then booking a date and then they were turning up then I can imagine that's really scary because they they've not really prepped and they don't know what to expect that's one thing I noticed you know, from the beginning even when we did that virtual shoot 
I, I'm not used to the way you do it. And I actually really like it, though. It was a really nice surprise. Usually it's just like on the day. Sometimes I send them photo, a couple of photos like the day before. We're like, yo, this is kind of what I want to go for. But I like the fact that you did ask a lot of questions and you told me, right, show me all your route, show me all your house. <laughs> we're going to choose where we're going. And I was like, whoa, this girl's like, she's, she's got a game plan. I like it. Because sometimes I think, like for me anyway, I've had to do a lot of the thinking and sometimes it's nice when you kind of get the expert saying this is what you know kind of working together that's one thing I did notice because I don't really I don't think I've ever really had that level before like as a review at that virtual shoot beforehand. That, that was very important for the virtual because um if people don't know what virtual is it was during lockdown when I couldn't photograph face to face with someone and it was done through a photography app on your phone, which means you can shoot virtually with that person. And it was really, really important, very much important to do that with you then, because otherwise I'm blind to what I'm doing because I'm not there. I haven't seen it before. And you need to know what you're working with as I well. Mean, yeah, I need to know what, what, you know, what my light, I, I can't control my light because I'm not there. I can't. It's the fact as well, don't it? Yeah, so it's so important, like, also, it's quicker on the day for the client. You know, they're quite nervous. They want to know that everything's to plan. And I found the ladies were like, when I said, right, okay, yeah, wear this, wear that outfit and that outfit that you've just chosen there, they're good ones. We're going to do it that point in your house there. And they're, you know, it's all ready to go. So they felt so much more happy about it. And it's the same with studio shoots as well, because I, they're very it's like a care package really when you come to the studio I, I don't it's not one in one out it's one studio shoot a day with me mm-hmm. so you are there and although the shoot might, might only be two hours you're my only person that I'm focusing on that day because it's about you I'm capturing the person their personality I need to know about them I can't just get them in take a picture and say yeah done and see you because I wouldn't get anything from them then. So Uh, I need to invest that time with the person so that they know me, I know them. And it gives me the most chance of getting the best out of them. So you've got anything else to add to that in terms of like first time photo shoots. Obviously you um, you photographed my very lovely friend at the weekend. And the first thing she said was just like, I felt so comfortable and what was really interesting as well was like I said to her look turn up like this is my friend Izzy by the way that some of you might have listened to the episode we did ages ago together but she's not in the fitness industry she was really nervous like you know has her own kind of body hang-ups like we all do I said look wear the socks underwear start with the shirt I was like you got the shirt it's kind of like your security blanket and you can go for it and I could not believe like how quickly she was like I remember her saying, fuck it. And she literally took her shirt off. And I was like, I know she's in the right place because I know she wouldn't have done that any other time. Like, I would never have imagined she'd be that confident to be like, yeah, fuck it, I'm taking the shirt off. And she looked insane, so. The thing with Sam is Sam is everyone's best friend. Like, he's so, like, welcoming and just people feel so comfortable around you. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's just, you know, about being comfortable with who you're working for. Uh, or working with and gauging personality as well you know what someone will want to do put them in situations so you know if someone feels a little bit more too intimidated you might start by being a bit 
further away from the camera as well. And um, mm. you, know, you don't want to be right in their face. Um, and get them to do the poses themselves instead of instructing them mm. or showing them too much, you know, a bit of guidance and then guide them through as you go along, wait for them to get a bit more used to the camera. Yeah, warm them up, get them used to the situation that they're in. You know, no one's going to go straight in front of, unless you're a seasoned kind of pro mm -hmm. model or something, get straight in front of the camera and feel comfortable. Mm. Um, it, we, we understand it can be intimidating, can't it? So. Yeah, we like to kind of try and keep it as natural as possible so that, because I think it's really important to get really, really natural shots and capture people really as they are and them and their personalities. So we just say at the beginning, you know, we, we just interact with them lots, don't we, and get them to do lots of moving around and as however they want to do it in order to get comfortable. And then the longer the shoot goes on, then you can kind of like give them more sort of pointers to good positioning and the angles that are good. It's all about angles and exaggerating angles when you do this kind of fitness glamour work, especially. I think from doing wedding photography as well uh, and port and seeing a lot of portrait work as well, I always work, from, I kind of like work from the face up. So I'll, I'll look at the face first and expressions you're getting from the model make sure that's spot on first and then you kind of work then with the angles of the body mm. and, and and you know obviously the light and everything else so then you then you kind of complete the picture as it is what percentage of people you've shot have turned up a hundred percent confident in their body and themselves do you think no one <laughs> <laughs> no no not not many people to be honest because everyone worries about something there's always things that they worry about you know there's so many things that people worry about not just like you know specifically with this is why i love women to do these um shoots all year round because you're you we only see we everyone that comes into us is beautiful like we see beauty because we don't have hang-ups with uh with the, those people you know yeah. when people come in they have their own hang-ups or own worries we don't ever see that so everyone that comes in no matter what is absolutely beautiful in their own right and it yeah. shines through and yeah so it, you know people come in and they're like oh god you know worried about this worried about that but the more they talk to us and get to know us and realize that we don't judge anyone and we see everyone for who they are. And we just, as, as, the, sh as the shoot goes on, they realize that, because we just see everything about them is good. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they then become more confident because we're like, what? Well, we don't see it. We think mm. you're beautiful. And, you know, we're going to show that in the picture. So they become more confident as they're, as they're there and getting ready, really, and chatting. Yeah, 100%. I think with me as well, I kind of, because obviously I go through all the stages of prep and of seasons and everything. So, so I can almost relate to mm. where they are in that in that yeah. stage as well. So that's kind of we have talking points, and then you know we have just have talking points with our clients, don't we? Even respect to fitness, and yeah. Even yeah. we end up talking about nutrition, diets, bikinis, everything really, and then it makes them feel more comfortable, doesn't it? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people, I think this is something that I really 
was like quite worried about when I first started shooting is I just thought oh I, I, I'm not natural I don't can't flow I don't know the angles but what I've really found has been helpful is kind of whatever poses I've learned with bodybuilding or competing it's kind of working like this is how I've personally helped it's helped me is I've kind of gone into like bikini front pose and gone okay this is how my bottom half is. How can I make my top half a bit more modelly? And I've like moved my arms. I thought, oh, okay, that actually looks, doesn't look competing. It looks like a model. And then I've gone, right, let's go into the side pose. Okay, how can I do the same thing? Well, I can switch that leg around and twist a bit more. And I was like, oh, that looks all right. And that really helped me originally mm-hmm. with kind of trying to know how to move and the angles sort of side. Like, is there any advice you could give for people that are maybe not they they, they feel com- confident potentially in their standard bodybuilding front side back but when they get to a photo shoot they kind of get a bit robotic and kind of panic again is there anything you could advise people so the um with regards to the posing these girls come in a lot of the girls that come into studio by the way i photograph all women whether they whether they um compete or don't compete or whether they're at the beginning of their competition uh journey but the posing does give you a good basis, like good structure to start to start from. So mm-hmm. it is handy because it you guys, you girls that do that know your angles and what angles are best for the body. So that's that's brilliant to start with. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then it's down to me to try and get them from doing that pose. Some some shoots we do when they are stage lean. Mm-hmm. They want the stage poses, so I will do those stage poses for them if they want that. But then it's, like you say, it's, it's then changing them, sort of intertwining from that pose into like a more sort of standard sort of model shot or natural shot. And to do that really is to keep movement going all the time. So in the studio, we have, it's a little bit, I'm going to say a bit of a disco, but it's not a disco. <laughs> we have the music going we put music on for the right vibe so it depends on the personality of the person and if we want high energy if we want a little bit lower energy more relaxed so the music has a big factor to that with the work that I do and it keeps people moving because you're right as soon as you stop moving your whole body starts to stiffen up and you think about it as well so that's where you do the expression in the face yeah. So um, we're always we're always movement. like no snap out of it get back into the movement keep moving keep moving and we're moving as well so and Chantel's there um, a majority of the time as well and um we just we just keep it going don't we we keep the energy going we keep movement I'm always getting the girls to move and just feel free with your movement and don't think oh am I doing right am I doing wrong just go for it a little bit and you'll be surprised of what I can capture mm. sometimes it's the stuff in the middle <laughs> that you didn't even plan to do are usually the best ones yeah definitely I, quite a lot. I love I love the sort of more emotive natural shots that you can get um in in those shots as well mm. can shoot so when someone's preparing oh sorry Sam no, I was going to say, I end up acting out most of the poses, most of the time. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So when someone's preparing for a shoot, what sort of, like, if they had to do a checklist or something like that, uh, what sort of things should someone be doing 
before they come to you for a shoot to prepare? So, um, like, like I said before, we do like the WhatsApp chat about sort of four weeks beforehand and go over go over all the um, outfit choices and um, what they want from, from the shoot. Some people want like a fitness shoot. Some people want more glamour. Some people don't want to have their body out and they might want to be more like in a dress or in sort of a casual kind of nice little casual look as well. So it's just finding out exactly what they want. And then, yeah, prepping with ideas on outfits, makeup artists and then yeah making sure they've got their makeup artist book professional makeup's really important for photo shoots my camera for example is super super quality and uh, especially under studio lighting it shows every single detail in that person on that person so professional makeup is always always advised Mm -hmm. so we sort that out and then once they've got their outfits prepped, the more sort of nearer to the time, we would ask if they were going to have um, a spray tan. And if they did, I always recommend not go in the kind of darkness you get on stage, mm-hmm. more of a natural one that suits their skin tone and is always better. Not to turn up on a day with any tight clothing because any tight clothing on the body can put my indents into the skin yeah that's a good point so be baggy to wear when you turn up and maybe not so much of a tight fitting bra as either um for exfoliate skin but that's all part of the spray tan and turn up uh wash your hair the night before so it's all fluffy the next morning or if it's quite if you have quite fine hair wash it the morning of the shoot mm-hmm. and then turn up um bare-faced and um, just with moisturizer on, don't get the spray tan put onto your face. The makeup artist will match your makeup with your spray tan of your body. If you put spray tan on your face, then it will affect the makeup and the makeup won't sit on your face properly. Oh, okay. So in the competing world, it's usually the done thing to kind of put like a light coat on your face, then put like basically like we remove it with like a baby wipe in the morning and then they put makeup on but you would kind of say it's probably better for a photo shoot not to do that no don't do that because the face just will be the skin tones around this around the face will just not be right so none at all and then the makeup application on the studio shoot is much more in depth and Mm -hmm. takes a bit longer Mm -hmm. it's more refined and perfected so yeah, any any spray tan on the face will just could possibly add streakiness or could come up a funny tone under the light lighting conditions on your face with makeup mm. over the top. Mm. I've learned something new today. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. So you have to make sure you match your other body, but that's why I have my certain makeup artists that I use that I know are very, very good at doing that and matching mm. it really well amazing so the other kind of topic I wanted to cover um, and it's more just from like my own personal experience as well because I think sometimes we feel like we have to be ready to do a shoot like we have to be a certain level of leanness we have to look a certain way and that weekend just gone 
I did I know word of a lie. I said to Helen that a couple of days before, I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm just gonna turn up. I'm not like I'm not shooting. Like I just wasn't even in my radar at all. I was like, I'm just gonna turn up with the shoes and jewelry and stuff at the time. And Helen's like, why don't you just kind of bring a few things? I thought, well, I haven't got anything brand new, but uh, okay, whatever. So I just kind of rolled up with my Primark underwear, as you do, rocked a tan on, and kind of just threw myself in. And I'm so glad I did. But it's funny how sometimes we, I think us as competitors in particular, we feel like we have to be a certain way to shoot. And it's only when you're lean, or it's only when you're this, and it's only when you're that. And I think for me personally, I've looked at my photo reel on my phone and there's big chunks left out in a, like maybe 2019 there was a big chunk left out there because I just thought I'm, I had got into the mentality of like I'm not lean enough to do a shoot so I'm not going to do one and now I look back and think oh like that's quite that's a big time like chunk of time that I haven't documented and I think a lot of us sometimes we as competitors we just prep, 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 prep. And we only photograph, like the only photos you really get are your checking photos when you look like warmed up because you, well, not warmed up, but you know, you've got no makeup on, you kind of look scruffy. So they're the only photos you've got. And then you've got your stage photos. You've got maybe a shoot that you do with the, before the shoot, before the, the show or after the show, but then you haven't got anything else around that. But those other parts, are for me where I found my body confidence has really grown is by doing the shoots in between those phases and I think a lot of us forget to document those phases but they're the most I do think they're the most important as competitors. No I think you need to embrace that off-season kind of figure or just after like we actually if if, if you're a female client of ours uh, you know well it looks amazing while you're completely stage ready as well we we actually love shooting I mean you're not stage ready don't you because it can look almost more glamorous if that makes sense yeah um, so I found um I actually found this year with especially with the fact of doing the virtual shoots and people weren't stage ready as uh, stage lean that people were um doing doing it more they were embracing their bodies mm. more which was really really nice and I felt like that was going at, that was sort of echoing around the uh network really that people wanted to do that which I thought was amazing and I've had a lot of women come in the off season to shoot with me which has been amazing or we like I mean we love your figure no matter what it is you uh, your thing with with I, I'm not speaking about men right now. That's another story. Yeah. Um, with uh, with women, they they look their bodies are beautiful. Doesn't mm. matter what size you are, your body is always beautiful. Women are naturally curvy most of the time, and any kind of angles, you know, it's all about how you pose really, and and how you do your angles and all bodies can look beautiful um mm. with the right yeah and i think by working with the, the model in the right way no matter where they are in their season yeah you know you'll make them look beautiful and, and i think you know that what you've got from your virtual shoots especially is so many people we saw on their instagrams when they posted their photos or something i can't believe this is me mm. And I think that is just one of the most rewarding things to hear, isn't it? Like, yeah. 
that is you and we've captured you like that as well so important though because I think perception in this sport when you have a bit of prep brain you kind of lose some sense of reality when you are in prep let's be honest like there are stages and I think even when you come into your off season you still feel like a little bit hazy at times and you I think that perception does get a bit lost like for other people we look amazing in off season but for us a lot of people unfortunately just think oh I'm off season when actually if they took themselves out of that competing identity just for a second they would realize how good they look and I'm not gonna lie a fake tan makes everything better in the off season like I'm just saying so it definitely done I agree with that (laughs) (laughs) or that's just because I haven't been in the sun for two years (laughs) (laughs) feels I'm so pasty underneath this tan oh but another thing as well is I find people, if they're not too sure whether competing's for them, I feel like a photo shoot's a really good way to kind of like test the water, to kind yeah. of see what it's like to you know, have a goal, do the kind of diet, do the training, do the cardio, all that sort of thing, and then go, do you know what? I really enjoyed that. And then they can kind of, they kind of, kind of like, like a test one before they've done a prep. I think a lot yeah. of people go straight into a prep without any experience of, the diet, the training, but the reason they don't do it is because they haven't got a goal at the end. Or you could give yourself the same mindset by booking a shoot, let's say, you know, 12 weeks down the line. Yeah. And obviously, I think that's quite popular with some um, coaches anyway, where they sell that kind of package. Mm. And then that mindset, and then not, they might do that, not to the extremes of competing, and then they might go on to competing from there. And I think that's a really good introduction to maybe, uh, you know, your journey onto stage. Mm. I've had women that um, are doing, have come to me for shoots every two to three months and they've just watched their body change and develop and they've absolutely loved it. And it's given them so much confidence as well, which is important in front of the stage. I mean, I'm sure it's, I haven't ever done stage, what, what you girls do on the stage, but I can imagine it's very daunting and you know, you need a lot of confidence to go up there and be strong and remember your whole routine and all your poses and stuff. And I think the um, photo shoots definitely kind of gears your mind up for remembering and, and keeping, you know, all those things in your head of what mm. you need to do on stage as well. Because mm. for a lot of us, like we, well, for me personally, I never... I wouldn't say I've had a lot of experiences before competing where I put myself out there and I always say to people, it's those little things you do before you step on stage for the first time. If you're not confident or you're not a dancer, you haven't got a lot of stage confidence that do help. It can be from doing a photo shoot, put yourself forward at that work presentation that you usually don't do doing a podcast like there's so many different ways that you can kind of bump up the points in terms of your confidence and it definitely does help and another thing as well that I do want to mention is last was it last year I feel like of the year since this lockdown kind of merged but last year for me like I took a considerable amount of time out kind of did the all-in process was at a lot bigger body weight all that sort of thing and I weren't sure whether I wanted to go back into competing Really wasn't sure about it. I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about going back into a diet, blah, blah, blah. So I use a photo shoot as a tester. I use it as a tester and I kind of wanted to figure out as well, do you know what? When I'm not competing, where does Jasmine like to sit? If I stop competing now, 
where's that end point where I'm like, yep, I'm happy. That's where I like to sit generally when I've done a diet, when I'm not a competitor, or that's mm-hmm. how, where I like to sit when I'm on holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of figuring out sometimes, yes, when you are a competitor, you've got off season and prep, but when the stage is no more, yeah. where are you going to sit in there? And do you yeah. know that? Do you actually know that? Have you actually figured that out? And I think for me, doing the photo shoots last year and even like the virtual shoot we did and the shoot that we did a couple of weeks ago, it's really helped me to solidify, right, if I don't step on stage ever again, I know how I want to look. And I didn't know that. I did not know that answer before I started competing and the beginning of my competing like journey. It's only been this past few years well the past year or so by doing the photo shoots that I've actually figured that out yeah yeah no it's good it's good to have that documented some some women never may never have a shoot or anything like that and and it really does you can look back on it and it's you know see see yourself and think okay that's what I want to be or that's not what I want to be and definitely does uh, help and it does give you goals hundred percent hundred percent especially if you are taking a long off season as well so I think some some of us find it quite hard to kind of stick not stick but kind of if, if the goal if the goal isn't staged immediately I think some of us still like to have like those mini goals like yeah yeah definitely yeah is there any other like top tips that you would give people um lots of people say oh I'm not photogenic to me and there's no such thing as being not photogenic. It's all about your confidence. If you're confident, then you will look incredible in front of the camera. You've got to bring the confidence there. Um, and with our shoots, I mean, the good thing about it is it's a little bit of a, you'll probably laugh here, but I always say to people like, okay, imagine you're like Beyonce or your little little mix little mix at their concert you're on the stage you are looking out at all those people you're looking the most the most amazing you've ever looked you're powerful you're strong all the paparazzi are looking at you go for it let's go for it and let's just and move and dance you're, you're on that stage and people literally love it don't they <laughs> they just they just get completely into it and they do they, they become confident when I say that to them and, and they think, yeah, I am. I am the best thing here right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a All mindset, uh, isn't it? We do. We do. Most people that leave from a day, I would say a day with us because it was almost yeah. a day is they will say like, I've had the best, the best day. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, especially at the moment where there's probably not as much to do as we used to and things like that. But everyone says, you know, I've had the best day, don't they? Yeah, just, that, I mean... It, they, just enjoy it. It's not too much stress. Yeah, just like they've been on cloud nine after and they're like, that was just... When I look back at our shoot, it was just such amazing memories and mm. that's how we want it to be. And also when people say, I can't, my smile... I, can't, I don't do a real smile, they say. Again, that is them just... So basically, when you don't do a real smile, it's because you you smile with your mouth, but you don't move anything else in your face. You're not moving your cheekbones or any of the muscles above your mouth. You're just smiling with your mouth. Mm. 
I always say to them, a real smile you've got to use because people forget to use muscles in their face. Yeah, I'm looking at you now, Jasmine. <laughs> so I'm just uh, moving my face around funny. So. <laughs> yeah, so I say to them, like, if you want to smile and be a real smile, then you need to use, like, your whole, you need to use your cheeks, you need to use your eyes, and that will give you, like, a real smile. So, yeah, just little tips like that, really. <laughs> oh another question I forgot to ask um what is your opinion on glaze or like baby oil like shiny stuff on shoots totally depends on what type of shoot you're doing yeah. and what type of um result you want from the shoot I, I would use mostly on so on guys in in a studio shoot or a gym shoot we don't just do studio shoots yeah we do location gyms I've Use it probably on the guys a lot of the time. Um, but a very, very, it's subtle. You can yeah, overdo it not... so easily. You need to do it very subtle just so that it pops. Mm. So the skin and the muscles pop. If that's what you want and you're in stage, your stage lean, then it just pops and it just catches the light. I always, um, with the women, when I'm doing muscle glamour, Depending on where they are in the stage of their fitness and their level of uh, however they feel their body is. So if they're like off season, then I won't particularly use much, but I'll use it in a very, very subtle way. Just to add a little bit of gleam to their skin. Very, very subtle. It's all about subtlety isn't it really and it depends what it really does depend on the circumstance as well and what light we're working with yeah um you know some some situations we wouldn't need need to use it at all um imagine too much could be really shiny and i guess it makes your job a lot harder sometimes i think it can look a bit like yeah it's not 100 percent. you don't want to look like a a plastic version of yourself Well, you don't look too sweaty unless you're looking for, unless you're doing a shoot in a gym and you want to look sweaty and like you're working out really hard, then you might want more. Or you could use like just splashes of water instead, which I actually prefer if you want that kind of sweaty look. Rather than like we'd have like a a spray bottle of water and we just spray them so that it's just a little bit of a spray mist on them instead of the oil. That's a good idea. it's not all about oil. I'm not the biggest fan. I, I just like it in, you know, subtle, subtle, yeah. subtle. <laughs> Have you used um, Showshine before? No. Proton Showshine's really nice. It's like a really light mist that you put on. Okay. Mm, I have to send you some. It's really, really good. That's the only thing I say to people to use, like muscle juice, which is like a thicker one. Because a lot of people use it for their shows, and I always say to them they can use it for a shoot as well. But um, yeah, I'll send you some show shine because it's really, it's like a really nice mist. It's just full of oil. It smells really good too. Definitely send us some, guys. What about that? So, I use it myself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so usually I end these episodes asking what makes you not just a bikini girl. Now, Sam's got an easy answer because he's obviously not a girl. Um, but I want to know what makes you not just photographers. So it has to be something which isn't related to photography, but something about you that people usually would not know. <laughs> you can <laughs> confirm it's fine. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> so I think so. I think for myself, obviously, 
you know, like I said earlier, I can relate to people through the fitness world and everything else. So that, so. I think you should answer for each other. I think it might be easier. Sam is a wicked gardener. <laughs> what? <laughs> and Tish, Tish Branch over here. <laughs> and Cook. We've got a huge garden, so he's brilliant in the garden because I don't do any of it. I love that. It's too big for me to do. Um, and Laura's a great spender. <laughs> Look, that ain't a bad life. You can spend for me because I always make the wrong choices. So there you go. And we. Um, no, I think I think for us it's just. I mean, I was I was an artist before I was a photographer. So I used to do um, I used to paint, and I used to work for a company actually and sell um, big paint paint big. What's the word? Like canvas pictures. Yeah, and I think that's why I'm so critical, and I see like my pictures, my photography pictures, as a canvas. So once I photograph you, and then when I go to edit, so I edit all myself. It's a blank canvas at the point after photographing you to then create the picture. So I always look at my work as a painting painting or drawing with the the light and the shadows what sort of art do you used to do like fine art abstracts what sort yeah, of yeah fine art so just super super detail wow yeah i don't not anymore though but that's <laughs> been cool you get on like through life you get busy and yeah and i would say through that you know and laura's an absolute perfectionist so you know whatever she does is so critical so that kind of relates to, you know, how she, let's say she was painting or drawing or whatever, you know, you can touch just the smallest of items to make that perfect. And um, she puts that into her work now. Um, like she said, into her editing, it's crazy what she would do, in, you know, for just one picture. Um, take, you know, 45 minutes to an hour just yeah. to edit the one picture, but wow. she won't leave it because she just, she can't let anything go. That's not up to her standard. Yeah, but you're making me sound like I've got OCD. <laughs> That's good though. Bodybuilders have basically got a bit of OCD in them, I think. So yeah. you're you're just like an in, yeah, yeah. bodybuilder anyway, Laura. Just about yeah. Completely. So yeah. So how the how you guys are probably with being so critical on your bodies uh, for stage. I'm probably the same with what I do, but we've kind of gone a little bit off the subject, haven't yeah. we? No, it's cool though. I like but, but, it. But Laura didn't used to. Trying quite a bit as well. Oh yeah, I've always, always been into the fitness industry. I've, um, yeah, I used to have like my favourites, my idols, the girls I used to follow. Um, I used to love that Andrea Brazia. Mm -hmm. uh, she was absolutely amazing. So, and I used to, yeah, I used to go to the gym all the time as much as he did. I used to love it. I used to do yeah. what you do, but I never to the point of competing just because. I haven't got it in me. I'm I'm too I'm too shy. I'm I couldn't just couldn't bring myself to go on stage and But she's still got better abs than me now anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's genetics, man. <laughs> I love that. Well I think we should end it there. But thank yes. you so so much for coming on. These I've nice. both never done a podcast before and I think they did pretty damn good. So thank well you so much. Oh, for thanks, us. Jasmine.
You're welcome. <laughs> I'm going to leave their details down below. They are based in the UK, but obviously Laura, I think, do you still do virtual shoots or not at the moment? Yeah, if someone lives too far away to come and visit me in the studio, then um, I am doing virtual shoots for them as well. Amazing. We've got some girls in Australia, Canada and the US that listen to this podcast. I think you're in Europe as well, so just in case. Yeah, I've been doing virtual shoots all over, so um, it does work and they can have that done. (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Please leave a review if you did like this episode and we'll catch you guys in the next episode.